0: What is this? We're in the 330-something podcast that we've done. We thought this might be our last one, but then we realized right before we started recording that we thought of something else we want to talk about next week. So we'll keep going for a
1: while. (laughs) We might have to. I mean, we're approximately, I I can't remember what number this one is, but about a third of the way to 1,000. So and yeah, there's all <laughs> there's always something more to talk about, <laughs> even if it's I, going I mean, back and talking yeah. about stuff we've already talked about, or new stuff that we think of. <laughs> right when you think you've covered everything, something else comes along that we have to talk about. And it's true. I think that's true with you and me. Is that as we're we're talking about something like whatever we ta- you know whatever we talked about the previous week, that always leads to a stream of ideas of where we can go with that. And um a lot of times we probably don't even cover all the stuff that we could cover and we move on to something else but anyway this is that's just that's cool that's life and that's that's the beauty of just being able to be who we are and, and uh, not be under any pressure to have to talk about a certain subject it's whatever's on our hearts and minds at the time. well, it's a big ocean of
0: information out there when it comes to the things of God and uh, we've pretty much just been hanging around the beach, which is fine with me. But uh, there's there's a lot to see and a lot to
1: learn. Yeah, there is. It is a deep deep ocean when you get into God's grace. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, we were talking about some some things last week, and uh, we want to move on from that into some other things. But I mean, you know this this whole idea that well, several th- see here we go. Several different thoughts come to my mind all at once. <laughs> but this whole idea of who we are in Christ—we are human beings not human doings. Now, we do do things. You know, there's stuff that we do in this life, but is our primary focus in life, did God create us so that we could be a bunch of doers for him? Or did he create us so that we could be and so that we could enjoy him and each other in this life? And uh, some really great things can flow out of that. Uh, We're going to start off talking about that and move into some other things, I guess, this week, Cap.
0: Yeah, you know, God said, I, I am that I am, you know, and I, I know that's getting into territory that Popeye this, says.
1: beyond my intellect. Well, that's, it's Popeye theology. I am what I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But you are that you are, and I don't mean that in any disrespect to the, to the holy name of God, but you are a being, as you, as you said, Joel. You, you're, you know, there are things that we do, but most of it uh, in the eyes of God turns out to just be doo-doo. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of people trying to establish their own self-righteousness, and as Isaiah told us, it's just filthy rags to God, because somehow, even when we don't mean to, uh, quite often anyway, because of, well, the, the, the somewhat twisted gospel that we've been taught, a lot of times when we start doing, we start trying to take credit for it somehow, that somehow we're now worthy of of God that he's somehow now going to reward us or respond to us in a positive way because of what we do and it's it's not about that so we're trying to turn this around because um... understanding who you are will affect what you do but don't get it turned around the other way a lot of people are are trying to do to establish a relationship with God or a position with God and uh... you got it all turned around you see because God did everything 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 necessary for us to be
1: in fellowship with him and to reign in life. Yep, that's true. And uh, like you said, uh, there is kind of a a twisted gospel out there that really isn't good news at all. It's uh, taking the name of Jesus and taking the words, salvation and life and eternal life and things like that, but putting it back on us, putting it back on us to try to attain to these things, or maybe even some people will say that you're saved by grace through faith, but, and then they'll add a whole list of things of of stuff we need to do, that whole do gospel, the gospel of do, uh, rather than the gospel of just being who we are in Christ, the good news that Christ has, like you said, accomplished everything on our behalf, and we're the beneficiaries of that, and we get the joy and the pleasure of living in this gospel life, not a hard, uh, you know, where God is a hard, harsh taskmaster just, you know, trying to push us to the next thing, and and making us do all these things for Him, and serving Him, and a bunch of bad news, but really He has created us with so much value, and so much worth, And, and we'll get into some of that too, and instead of thinking of ourselves and of God in our relationship as this, he's the master and we're the ones that need to do, do, do what he says. It's a relationship where we've been made one with him and we get to be. And from that, yeah, sure, some really good stuff can flow. But um, that's not the primary purpose that he created us.
0: Yeah, are you a Lion King fan, Joel? I've
1: seen the movie, (laughs)
0: <laughs> you see, I hope you've seen the movie. <laughs> when Otherwise, my kids I would were have younger. to uh, disconnect my microphone right now. <laughs> uh, well, I know some people probably think, "Oh, that's a new age movie. You better be careful of this okay. and that." Uh, I I got over those fears a long time ago as I started growing in grace. But mm-hmm. uh, there's a, a classic line in the movie. Uh, you know that what's the young lion's name? Is it Simba? Matata, That's all I know. Uh, Simba, I think, and uh, Simba had a, a, a tough time uh, as as he was maturing because he didn't have any confidence in in who he was. But the the line that says "Remember who you are," mm-hmm. you can just hear James Earl Jones' voice saying that. "Remember who you are," and once Simba began to understand that, uh, then he could become and start doing the things that uh, he was created to do. Right, and. um that's, again, what we're trying to talk about here, those understanding who you are, who you've already been made to be, that you do have dignity and, and worth and value, apart from anything that you've ever done right. Now, I know a lot of people think, well, you just, you know, I just struggle so much, and I, I don't, I know I don't do everything I should, and you don't know all the bad stuff I've done and, and continue to do, and uh, look, uh, you know, we, we've all struggled in certain areas with different things. But beginning to grow in, in your understanding of who you are and what, what the finished work of Christ has created you and me to be, it, it will change your outlook on life. It will uh, void condemnation and guilt and, and take you into a, a supernatural lifestyle, potentially, that just uh, gets rid of all the muck and mire that uh, so many Christians have struggled with much of their life.
1: Yeah, and, and here is a very important thing about you know when we're thinking about who we are in him is is tying that along with who he says mm-hmm. that we are and how he thinks of us. A lot of us have this uh, anemic view of how view uh, of how God views us. We think that we're just these little worms uh, and God had pity on us and thought, "All right, uh, they're m- mere worms, but I'll go down there and I'll save them." And, uh, and and we weren't worthy of, of God doing anything for us but but he took pity on us and, and you know that view is like I said it's an, it's an anemic view and it misses God's opinion of us by a long shot, by a lot, you know, by a long way. And here's something that we were looking in um, in Psalm Psalm eight and uh let's let's take a look at some of the things David wrote this thing I want to we're looking at uh, Psalm eight verse five, but a little bit before that, I just want to read a little bit of what it says. David is talking uh King David, and he's he says he, he says, "When I consider your heavens the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the Son of man that you visit him, so you can picture David thinking." The stars, the universe, look at all of this stuff. The greatness of everything that God has created. God, you have created some wonderful things. What is man? In all of this picture, what is man? That you're mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him. Why in the world would you even bother with us? But then, the beautiful thing here, David essentially answers his own question. Uh, At least that's how I see this. David says, for you have made him a little lower than the angels, and we'll get to that word in a second here, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. David realizes that that is God's view of man. Not unworthy worms, but God, when he created us, he crowned us with glory and honor. And we'll dig into a little bit of that here. Glory and honor. i got to
0: get this up on my screen here, Joel. Um, let's see. Looking in Hebrews, because you were in Psalms there, right? Right. Okay. So the, the, the writer of Hebrews is quoting that verse that you were just talking about uh, there in Psalms. And um, why can't I find what I'm looking for? Here we go. Okay. You have made him a little lower than the angels. Uh, you have crowned him with glory and and honor. So when I look up this word in the Greek, just the word "glory," uh, it's a it's it's an extremely long definition that we've got here, Joel. <laughs> but let's try and help some people get this. How much time do we have?
1: Well, we're we're getting to the end of this. We got you know maybe about three minutes left here. Okay. All right. Well, let's try and
0: wrap up as much of this as we can. Sure. Um, because glory um, implies some of these things. I'll just hit on some of them: uh, splendor, uh, brightness magnificence, excellence, uh, dignity, grace, majesty, the kingly majesty which belongs to him as supreme ruler, uh, majesty in the sense of the absolute perfection of the deity, um, uh, the, the kingly majesty of the Messiah, and it, and it goes on, Joel, it goes on, pra- praise, honor, glory, uh, opinion or view, all these things, God has crowned us with this. This is something that he did. And you might be thinking, well, I'm not worthy of such stuff. And, and, and that's the whole point. None of us are. It's all Him. It's always been about Him and
1: what He would do and what He has done through Jesus Christ. Yep, exactly. And that is, and, and the thing that I would like to get across more than anything else is that God did that. Like I'm just talking about what Cap just said there, it's God. God did that. He created us and He crowned us. With all of this stuff, with this, with glory and honor, and just another, looking at the, the word honor there and the word glory, ornament, splendor, majesty, honor, glory. God created us. We had a pastor a few, a few years ago, Cap, uh, you remember this as well as I do, that he, he exchanged the words glory and honor with what we might understand today as dignity and worth. God places high value on us. He places the highest value on us. You are a meaningful person to him. He is just his, his his opinion of you, as Ralph Harris would say in his book, God's astounding opinion of you, uh, his opinion of you is astounding. It's, it's far more than what we even think of. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That shows just how much he loves us. But, um, you know, we don't always feel this, of course, but the more that we understand the truth, the reality of who God made us to be, apart from anything that we've ever done, and in spite of the things, the bad things that we've done, God looks at us with dignity and worth, with glory and honor. So
0: next week, right here on Growing in Grace, at growingingrace.org, we will talk a little bit further about how you and I are more like God than we've probably ever thought next week right here, Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.